It's Monday the 13th of March and welcome to Afternoon Sport. You're with me, Catherine Alcorn, and I'm joined by my co-host, Shane Lee. Happy Monday, Shane-o. Yeah, it's good Monday. It's a little bit colder today, so I was a little bit slower getting up this morning, but all good. But I had a, I had a fantastic weekend, Kath. I went to a, a lovely dinner party um, with some new school some oh. new school friends. Um uh, the guy is actually a cardiologist, and um, you're starting over, are you? <laughs> yeah, I am starting over again. But um, fantastic dinner party. But uh, I was sitting there, I had a nice pair of white shorts on, a nice blue shirt. And just as I'm about to eat my dinner, the host uh, decided to knock two glasses of red all over me. <laughs> so oh, my, she was um, just bringing forward the end of the evening to to the entree. Yeah, he must have wanted to get rid of me because my white shorts end up looking uh, sort of salmon pink after that. But um, it was a good dinner party nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Well, today on the show, we'll be talking cricket, golf, NRL, AFL, boxing, and more. Stay with us. Afternoon sports. Are you thinking about making a podcast? If so, contact the Afternoon Sport Group. We'll make it easy. With the technical know how and industry knowledge, we'll get your podcast up and running in no time. Get in touch via our website or email hello at afternoonsport.com. We're going to kick off with cricket now and India versus Australia, the fourth test, day four of Ahmedabad and India has piled on a massive 571 runs in what's going to lead us to a draw, Shano. What's what's going on? Well, potentially, yeah. It, it, look, it appears that way. Um, Australia scored 480 first innings and a none for three in the second. But as you mentioned, India 571. I did say last week that I thought Virat Kohli would get a big score, and he did, 186. Mm. Um, sure, McGill uh, also 128. Nathan Lyon and Todd Murphy, our two off spinners, took six of their 10 wickets between them. Um, so they did okay, but Australia currently lead by 88 runs. The big news is that Usman Khawaja actually injured his leg um, fielding, so he didn't end up opening the batting. So currently you've got Matt Kuhneman, who's the lower order spinner, opening the batting for Australia with uh, Travis Head. So, yeah, but it's pretty much moving towards a draw. The only team that can win now is um, India. So Australia has to bat well today and not get rolled. Uh, yeah, hopefully get a couple of hundred maybe 250 plus on the board today um, and then uh, and then play out a draw. But I've, I, I want to talk a little bit more about these pitches because we've gone from one extreme to the other. Mm. We've gone from three minefields yeah. to bowling on a pavement and it just the curators just can't seem to get mm. it right. You know, what are your thoughts on these decks? It just seems that the BCCI has such a pull over what pitch gets put out there. Yeah, they definitely do. They control the game and – what you generally think when you go to India that wickets are really going to be really flat and and these big scores, it's really really hard for them to I think to get something sort of in between where it's sort of a it's a fair competition between bat and ball, um, but yeah this is a, a typical slow what they call a boring test match where it's just runs after runs. Well, this is what Tubby was talking about last week, wasn't he, mm, about moving right. into a three-dayer. Yep. Well, over to South uh, South African spinner Keshav Maharaj has ruptured his Achilles tendon during a wicket celebration. My God, Jesus, <laughs> this looked painful. Can we blame the pitch for this one or maybe the shoe manufacturer? Oh, poor guy. To do his Achilles, he had two for four of only 2.5 oh. overs. And he's waiting for the TV review, and he took off to celebrate, and bang! Oh. And it's a complete, it's a complete rupture of his Achilles. And they reckon when this happens, it's like a gunshot going oh, off. Oh God, um, I could feel it watching the video. Yeah. I could just feel it. The poor bloke. <laughs> yeah. Well, he shouldn't. Car- he shouldn't carry on like a pork chop, should he? <laughs> 
<laughs> we get to wig it. Over to the golf now, and Minwoo Lee leads Australia's chase for a $6.8 million Players' Championship payday. Wouldn't that be nice? Oh, wouldn't that be nice? Well, only last week, Minwoo Min Lee, who was playing in his first championship, was actually asking uh, former players um, about the course itself and getting some tips. Well, <laughs> I don't think they're going to be sharing, sharing <laughs> that, any tips with him anymore. paid off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But he, he, it's even better than this. He, uh, Minwoo Lee actually led for most of the day um, in a 24-year-old until it was only until the last hole where he um, had a three-putt bogey. So he's obviously feeling a bit of the pressure, but he's still outright second um, to world number two, uh, Scotty Scheffler. So, look, the last day, it's going to be a big thing for him to get over and play well, but hopefully he's overcome those nerves on the last hole of yesterday and he can um, and play very well today. Scheffler's in really, really good form. Um, it's going to be hard to track him down, but uh, he's, do- he's doing very well for a guy in his first championship. And Cameron Smith is in there as well. He's chasing approximately about $4 million and maybe... Maybe he could get a haircut with his winnings. <laughs> no chance in the world. All he, does, <laughs> he just loves like, drinking Bundy and going fishing and playing a little bit of golf. But, yeah, he's not touching that mullet. That is staying. Oh, I love, I love yep. the mullet. It really puts him on the map. <laughs> All right, over to AFL now. And the Magpies were one of the most active teams in the player movement space during the off-season, acquiring Bobby Hill, Daniel McStay, Billy Frampton and Tom Mitchell from rival clubs, but losing the contracted Grundy to Melbourne as well as Ollie Henry to Geelong. Well, Kath, I think this goes down to uh, Collingwood's coach, Craig McRae, who um, I think is a fantastic coach. And prior to him being there... Um, the Magpies weren't considered a real destination club. Um, saying that, they lost two of their really, really good um, players in Grundy. Um, there's also talk about potential, their um, absolute superstar, Jordan DeGoey, may be leaving as well. So they've got to keep an eye on him because he's a superstar. Um, but over in Carlton, the veterans aren't putting too much uh, pressure on rising star Tom um, DeConing, who's, look, he's still signed in 2025 with the Blues. But apparently the Sydney, my Sydney Swans are, are looming quite heavily um, to try and get his services up there. He's a star defender, um, so that would be a big loss. Carlton, we all know that we played the Swans only um, in the preseason, and the Swans flogged them. Um, and Carlton seemed to always be rebuilding. Um, so to lose another star like that, too, even to the Swans, would be would be a huge loss for them. I love the approach though of the the Pies. They're just they're not putting any pressure on Dugowie, and they're just really standing back and letting him make his own decision. I mean, that's quite admirable. Yeah, it is for a guy that they've pretty much supported mm. a, a lot during all his off field demeanours. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I, I think Jordan Dugowie, he's always going to do whatever he wants to do. So there's no point putting pressure on him. He'll probably leave if you do that. So. Uh, he's a bit of his own man, that guy. Well, stay with us because after this short break, we'll be talking NRL, boxing and more. The new Elite Bet app has arrived. It's got all the betting features you expect and new ones you're going to love. Elite Bet is your one-stop shop on race day with Hot Bet, where you can back the tips of proven winning punters. Build fast sports multis and play same game multis. The Elite Bet app is the smoothest betting experience around. Trusted for 10 years, Elite Bet is 100% Australian owned. The only betting app you need is Elite Bet. Gamble responsibly. to NRL now and the Dolphins shock 2014 win over the Raiders. To you what, everyone thought they were going to get the wooden spoon. The Dolphins have, have won back-to-back matches and this is They're this is huge. It. Yeah, 20-14 win over the Raiders. 
the great behind the story part of this um, win is that Wayne Bennett and Ricky Stewart absolutely hate each other. <laughs> so this would drive oh, Ricky Stewart up the wall that Wayne Bennett <laughs> could put a team together and just flog his team. Um, but yeah, they looked good once again. Um, well, I keep saying if they get a few injuries, they're really going to come off the boil. But yeah, 2-0, so they're doing really, really well. Um, a few of the other games, just have a quick look uh, at. Uh, the Knights had a gutsy win over the woeful Tigers, 14-12. And part of that, unfortunately, Kalen Ponga will miss the next week, which is actually against the Dolphins. So Dolphins could be 3-0 three, three and zero, um, come the end of next week uh, due to uh, his fourth con- concussion in 10 months. Oh, dear. Um, so that's not, not good news for Kalen, Kalen Ponga. Um, he just seems to can't get it right. Hopefully he won't go back to the bathrooms again. <laughs> Keep himself into more trouble. On his week off. Um, but there's also a little bit of biffo too between Tolua and Hastings post-match when uh, pushing the chest and, and security had to come and stop that security. fight. So, security. Yeah, security. <laughs> We've got a couple of live ones here. Um, <laughs> well, it is the NRL. My Dragons. I can't even believe my Dragons played their first match. They had the bye first round and they had a fantastic win, um, 32 to 18. I must, I must admit, I started to watch the game and the Dragons let in two tries early doors. I went, here we go. This is going to be a horrible year. I went, I went for a quick, I think I cleaned the garage and came back and <laughs> we ended up winning. So, fantastic. Good news. It takes a lot to get up the couch to clean the garage. Yes, yeah. you should go and do some domestic stuff more often, Shana. There you go. What a result. And over to boxing now. And Tim Zhu has destroyed the doubters with a vicious KO in the world title statement against Tony Harrison. Look, it was. Um, I watched this and it was it was brutal. It was. Um, if anyone thinks that Tim Zhu is not the real deal, well, then you should watch this fight um, on replay because. Oh my God! It was full on. Yeah, there's a lot of chat from Harrison prior and um, really talking it up. They reckoned uh, Tim Zhu actually after the weigh-in put on eight kilos. Oh, really? Um, so he was so much bigger, so much stronger. He's faster, and he's so much more technically savvy. He is the real deal, Tim Zhu, and I think he's. I said I said a few weeks ago, if he can win this, um, this will put him on the path to some really, really big title fights now. And look, just the way he looked, he's he's confident, um, he's compact, he has a knockout punch. He's so quick. Yeah, he's so quick. He's so quick, mate. Oh my god, those feet. But but my biggest question is where was the record? Mm. The ninth was just brutal to watch it was it was painful where was the ref in the ninth and why didn't it get called any sooner yeah it's it's yeah i watched it too and i thought like there's at least Oof. 15 or 16 knocks that uh harrison took to the head um from crosses straight to uppercuts to, to like straight punches um and he was out in his feet and um yeah i totally agree I reckon but then he was got up for more yeah <laughs> i think the ref was honestly gonna let him keep going yeah and you'd see that's where that's when the real issues um, post career become uh, evident when they well, I think when they go that sort of minute or two too long. Moving on to our last story today. This is a new low. <laughs> Slap fighting is here and being touted as both safer than boxing and one of the stupidest things you can do as the popularity grows in the US. What? the hell is going on how dumb are we becoming that we will now put two men in a ring to slap the shit out of each other (laughs) you can see why it's come on for those who haven't seen it um what Katz just said is correct they stand toe to toe and they take turns (laughs) on slapping each other's 
melons with a with a with a straight with a straight arm. Um, they reckon it's safer than boxing. Well, like a couple of these fights I've seen, I don't know if they're in fights. They're just like bitch slapping each other. Um, the guy's jaws half hanging off and it's swollen. Oh, oh, I saw it. And you just oh got to stand God. there but don't- and cop it. And just take it. Oh, my God. It is so ridiculous. I was just lying there last night reading it going, sorry, but what the fuck is going on? What is this? How could this possibly be something that people are potentially going to pay to watch? But don't worry. You do get to put powder on your hand just to soften the blow a little bit. I mean, come on. It's ridiculous. And their faces look that swollen and their jaws busted and it doesn't make really good post-match interviews because they can't talk. Because <laughs> they can't talk. Oh, it looks like they've been in a car crash. It's terrible. Oh, God. The whole thing's going to be a car crash. And the fighter has up to 60 yep. seconds to recover and respond after <laughs> receiving a blow. But, mate, just head down to any of the Sydney pubs and you'll get a quicker result than that, yeah, I'll I tell know. you. Oh, well, so you, you, you want to win it. You want to win the toss and, and, and slap first, I reckon, because uh, <laughs> oh, God, going second, it would it'd hurt. Oh, and this is this was all created by the UFC president Dana White, who's selling oh. slap fighting as the next big thing in combat sports. Ridiculous! <laughs> I've vetoed it. I won't be tuning in. Well, and that's it for afternoon sport today, Shano. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. A big thank you to our sponsors. Our fantastic sponsors, Elite Bet, the smoothest betting app around. And of course, thank you to our producer, Dan McHugh. We'll be back tomorrow with your daily dose of sport. We'll see you then, guys. Take care. Thanks for listening to Afternoon Sport. If you enjoyed the show, why not check out one of our other podcasts? Like Lunch with Lee, former cricketer Shane Lee talks to celebrities, sports people, musicians, politicians, and more about sports, music, and business. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts or head to afternoonsport.com. Afternoon Sport.